Hello everybody, this is Mark Kumar, your lifestyle entrepreneur and proud founder of Simple Podcast Cloud, a platform for podcasters because we believe podcasters have the greatest job or the greatest thing that they're doing to help save our world in this particular pandemic that we have provide entertainment or all this valuable information. So that's why we want to support our podcaster from our platform and our platform is very simple we keep everything simple which is one account one payment and you get unlimited pretty much everything else so having said all of that today's podcaster who is going to add so much value to you and he's going to be sharing amazing things that you are going to be like wow blown away so please take your time introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about yourself people who hey, may not right. know you Mark, thanks for having me on and uh, looking forward to the conversation. Uh, Jamie Flanagan, uh, DJ Jamie Detroit on all the socials, uh, if you're looking for me. And uh, I host a couple of podcasts. I'm a high school teacher. I, I DJ at uh, the local pop station in town, 96.3 WDVD, and uh, I DJ weddings and parties. So, you know, media and entertainment and, and music, uh, it, it's all woven together uh, in my life. I have three podcasts that I host. Uh, personally, uh, one is called Animal Talk, and uh, we help people with their pets. Uh, I don't know nothing about nothing about nothing about pets. Um, there's a theme with that. Follow that. Uh, but I do. I have a, a dog trainer and a veterinarian, sometimes a reptile expert to help out, and uh, then I just say ridiculous crap in between. Uh, but we help people with their pets. So we have fun, and actually, that uh, was part of my radio career. Uh, Animal Talk was a syndicated radio show. Um, we were on like 50 stations across the country, you know, it's like KMOX and KFAB and KSL and WXYT here in Detroit, uh, and then a bunch of tiny ones. Uh, radio is a monster and a beast, uh, and, a, and an awful, awful mistress. Uh, and that's why so many people are doing podcasts now. Uh, and that's why Animal Talk is a, a podcast now. Uh, I also host another show called The Man Cave Happy Hour with a very good friend. Matt Fox. <laughs> Uh, he and I host a man cave happy hour, and uh, <laughs> we're here at our studios, uh, Podcast Detroit Studios in Northville. We're just getting ready for a few shows that are running tonight. So uh, I do that. The man cave happy hour is just whiskey, cigars, spirits, the stories that go along with it. And I just launched a third podcast. I met this guy, and he's just unbelievable. It's all about the stories. I love, I love the stories. Um, Charles Avison, he wrote a book, a trilogy of books called Detroit, the City of Champions. Uh, and, and he's kind of telling me the stories because sports, I know nothing about nothing about nothing about sports. Uh, I'm not a sports guy, but I love Detroit. I love history uh, and I love stories. And that's what Charles has. And he tells them really, really well. So uh, Detroit City of Champions, uh, we're about seven episodes in. Uh, in 1935, the Detroit Lions, the Detroit Red Wings and the Detroit Tigers all won their championships, the Stanley Cup. Uh, the World Series and the NFL Championship, all in the same season. And there were 33 championships, one in Detroit, Gar Wood, Walter Hagen, uh, you know, everything from police shooting to checkers. There were 33 championships in one season. It, it's just an amazing story to, to tell. And uh, so, yeah, so those are those are my podcasts. I teach high school and I'm an English teacher. Um, I do yearbook new, newspaper uh broadcast and uh you know some english 12 classes so again the, the media and journalism tied into to what i do uh in my other professional career and then weddings and parties i've been djing weddings since uh, 1989 30 years plus now so 
yeah, so that's uh, that's me. A million and two jobs. I feel like that uh, Saturday old Saturday Night Live sketch. Lazy man, only poor job. You know, it's like, uh, but I got a lot of jobs. But I have a lot of fun doing them all. So it's 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 hardly any of them are work. <laughs> There's only oh. one that's work. <laughs> oh man, I love I love that you do all the things. I just have a one million dollar question for you. When do you sleep? No, I don't. I don't. <laughs> like lots of coffee, lots of caffeine, keep me going. Yeah, definitely, because you got a lot going on in your life right now, and that's, that's so cool, man, and I'm so glad you're here, and maybe we can get a word in from the caveman on the left-hand side of yours, and like, say hello to the audience. <laughs> I think I, yeah, man, my other caveman. Ah, our caveman, Mark. Oh, man, I have a t-shirt coming. Caveman. Yeah, holy crap. Cool. So yeah, Matt Fox, he's a, he's a, he's a banker by trade, a, a well wellness manager. And then he's also a DJ and uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I've been uh, like Jamie, you know, I met Jamie when I was 19 years old. So he okay. corrupted me when I was super, super young. All downhill. From there. That's what it comes down to. And uh, um, at, at that young, young, weird age, you know, he brought me under his wing and showed me how to DJ at a wedding and parties. And then I got myself involved into banking and spent myself uh, a long time in our fi in financial centers, taking care of customers, learning tricks of the trade, how to do it the right way. But the entire time was still DJing weddings and parties. And um, just two, two years ago, uh, Jamie approaches me and says, Hey, I got this really wild idea for a podcast. Um, are you interested? I'm like, I'm, I'm up for anything. Well, as soon as you heard the name, Man Cave Happy Hour, he's like, I got no idea what it's going to be, but I'm in. Yeah, I, I don't care what we're going to, if it has to do with spirits and, and a good time, and he's a great friend, and we just, we, 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 have a great time just discussing things and learning together and that's what the man cave really is is just learning yeah, together because we know nothing about nothing about nothing about spirits and we're right. learning so i told you there's a theme there. i don't i really i don't i started three podcasts <laughs> about stuff i don't know stuff about well we, we have a good time doing this it's, it's about me match yeah. all right <laughs> <laughs> All right, fair. I'm just I'm messing with you, brother. Uh, but yeah, no. So there, yeah. So again, you know, we it's, that's the whole that's the whole journey we're on together yeah. for the man right. to learn mm -hmm. uh, and to, and to have some people maybe follow us on that journey and learn something along the way and have some fun. So, so man, let me ask you this: you know, whatever podcast, let's just pick any podcast. Doesn't matter. What what inspired you? Like, I want to start a podcast. What gave you like? I had enough of this. I have so much knowledge. Like, now I want to get. Give it out there, or whatever your story is. Why, why did you start a podcast? Just out of curiosity. Well, I well, the Animal Talk. It, it, it started with Animal Talk, and like I said, it was a radio show, and uh, I was actually grinding it out. I was going to college, getting my you know degree, and I wasn't sure what my degree was going to be just yet. And then uh, I, we were just yeah, just grinding it out, trying to figure it out. And then uh, I, I I loved music. I was DJing to pay my way through college. And uh, I was I got a job in Lansing, which is the capital of, of Michigan, it's kind of dead center of the state. Detroit's down here. It's about an uh, uh, hour and a half, two hour drive between Detroit and Lansing. And gotcha. uh, I got a part time job on the radio in, in Lansing because I'm like, hey, I'm going to be on the radio. I kind of I just kind of I love music. I'm going to I'm going to be a radio boy. Um, they offered me a full time position and doing overnights and the cat work and the late night drive through was making more money than I was. So I was like, well, all right, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta just finish my degree. If I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it in Detroit. And uh, so I came back, I was finishing up my degree and I got a job at 1270 WXYT Talk Radio in Detroit. And uh, one of the weekend shows was Animal Talk. And they're like, hey, we need help, you know, 
producing commercials and run the show. And if you ever want to open the microphone and join the conversation, join it. Uh, Animal Talk was on the air for 15, 20 years. You know, like I said, it, you know, radio is a, a, a nasty beast and uh, it kind of went away. We we're on a hiatus for a while. But we had so many interviews and so many great pieces of tape that were just sitting in it literally on CDs and in a shoebox in my closet. I mean, interviews with, you know, Bo Derek and, and, and George Plimpton, the crocodile hunter before he died. We had Cesar Milan on like four times. Dick Van Patten, uh, yeah, Jerry, White Jerry Seinfeld, yeah. Jackie Chan, um, Sylvester Stallone's mom, Sylvester, and and her and her psychic Doberman <laughs> mint pinchers. Yes, they're psychic because they sleep on prayer rugs she brought back from the Middle East, and she predicted the presidential election back then. So we had all these interviews, and and I was like, I want to, you know, it's just wasting away in my closet here. I said I should put them out as a podcast. Right. And uh, so we started putting them out as a podcast, and then the brainchild of the man cave came along, uh, and then the opportunity for uh, Detroit City of Champions came along. So uh, it wasn't like I need to do a podcast. It was like I have this radio material, and I need it, it's right. it's a waste for it to sit in my closet. Uh, I wanted to share that with people, and it's really, and that's the thing is it being a high school teacher. Um, and, and it, it's, I, I like to share information. I like to share knowledge. And, and that's, that's kind of how all three of those podcasts work is I'm sharing knowledge with people and, and having some fun. Oh, my God. Tell me about it. Like when you share your knowledge, doesn't it feel like sort of rewarding? It's like I'm actually giving back to the humanity or the people. That like, and I don't know if you, if you ever felt that way. It was like, hey, man, I feel, I feel good giving back. It's like, wow. Have you ever feel that way? Yeah, all, all the time. You know, and it, it's because it's that's uh, it's really rewarding with the high school. Um, you know, kids. And I, I got some kids that do some uh, amazing things and, and make me real proud. And I have some kids that just do very average things uh, and make me very proud because uh, they're just cool people. So it, it's, uh, yeah. So it's like, because I've had some kids go on to, you know, fame and celebrity and stardom. Yeah. And, and yeah. Um, you know, but I just, uh, I, even the kids just doing average stuff and just grinding it out. And they're, they just, uh, I love them too. And I just like seeing them grow and, and keep on being relatively successful and whatever they want to do just as long as they're happy that's that's all i want to say yeah that, that's at the end of the day that's all that matters man i'm so glad that you have a lot that going on i'm so glad you are teaching young kids the value and the things that you're teaching them because they become a good member of society as they grow mm -hmm. older you know that's amazing so so far as the podcast goes like I, because you were in the radio business, I'm sure you got like equipment already that you had edit that you either borrowed it or bought it or whatever. Though, how did the equipment game worked out for you? Yeah, well, that's kind of interesting. Uh, where we're recording from mm -hmm. today is uh, the podcast Detroit Northville Studios. Uh, when we relaunched the the Animal Talk show, the guy who is the animal trainer, uh, mm -hmm. uh, Brian Donovan, my co-host on on Animal Talk, he. Um, he owns this building in, in Northville and uh, he's an entrepreneur and he, he does uh, pet chipping. Um, and it, it's just, uh, he, he was changing this building in Northville. He's like, I want to build some podcast studios. He goes, but I don't want to run them. He goes, so you got the space. So he built out this space for us. Mm -hmm. um, and so we're, we, we're recording with podcast Detroit cause we hooked up with uh, Bob and Dave, uh, at podcast Detroit, it and the D yeah. and, uh, you know, it's like, I'm like, well, it's not broke. Why fix it? You know, it's like, but then this opportunity for this space. And so we've talked to Bob and Dave, so we kind of annexed the podcast Detroit idea into this space here. 
and uh, so yeah, so it's it's been it's been pretty cool. Yeah, we uh, added adding to their network, and you know, just having an additional arm for them to get uh, to podcast your voice out. You know, that's where it comes down to. It's helping folks to uh, get their voice out too. And the really cool thing about it is now that we've opened this, there's show, other shows recording here, yeah. uh, and we're coaching and mentoring those shows uh, and getting them off and running and, and helping them, you know, produce. So we got out of there's about a hundred shows on the podcast Detroit network. Uh, right. We have about twelve to fifteen recording out of our Northville studios mm -hmm. with us. Oh man, that is such a sweet deal. Tell me about like how you're teaching other podcasters to record this show. Like what tips or tricks do you tell them? Like that that you normally see like they're messing up on things or things of that nature. Uh, this exactly. Um, <laughs> you gotta decide. Pick your poison. Who are you gonna be? Are you gonna be a video podcast? Uh, you and, and is your audio added value to it, or are you an audio podcast? And you have the video as an added value to that. So you have to decide what you're going to be. Uh, and, and having an idea. Because um, there's a couple other people. It's a co-working space. The rest of this building is now a co-working space. And there's, there's people who are like, I want to do podcasts. I'm like, good for you. Uh, <laughs> give me your money and get on in here. And, uh, and, and I'm like, all right, so what's your idea? Because I don't have an idea, but I want to do a podcast. I go, well, that, that's the one thing you got to have to do a podcast is an idea. Uh, and, but the, here's the thing, right? Uh, and the, what the, the mistake that some of our, our people make, they, they don't, they don't have a focus of, is it going to be audio? Is it going to be video? What is it going to be? And then it, they have this idea when they start and they're locked into it and they, they don't want to change. And our advice is give it seven, 10 episodes. If you get past that seven episode hump, which a lot of podcasts fail before seven, uh, if you get past that seventh episode hump, you get to that 10th one. It might be an entirely different show than what you started with. You know, you could your your idea could have changed, morphed, grown, condensed. Right. Um, you know, don't be locked into your original idea. Be open uh, to adjust. Because yeah. the Man Cave Happy Hour, from our first episode to where we are now, seventy-seven episodes in, it's a different beast. So don't be locked into it. That that's a big mistake podcasters make. Uh, that they get locked into it uh, and they they're they're, they're inflexible. Yeah, I can definitely see that happening because if you're not used to like uh, are acceptable to changes, then you're just going to be left behind. And then fine example would be like people who have a businesses like a physical world businesses where they deliver product and services or whatever. And now we're in this era, pandemic era, all those businesses are out of business. So it's like you need to learn to change. If you cannot accept change, you're going to be left behind and you have no business and then you will be like in a worse situation mm -hmm. than you were before. So yeah, definitely, I totally agree with that. So what I want to ask you, like, as far as equipment goes, somebody who's just starting out, and oh. I'm sure you have had this question before, what kind of equipment can a person start a podcast with if they don't have access to great equipment that you have or the studio podcast that you have? Right there. So, That's all you need. That's all you need. Absolutely. Just, just your, your cell phone. Uh, your cell phone. Yeah. And an idea. Uh, the earbuds help immensely, especially if you're going to record into it. People are, are you serious? Um, again, one of the things I teach is broadcast at okay. uh, at uh, high school. And uh, my kids work with uh, the PBS NewsHour. Um, and so uh, we have mentors. My kids here in Detroit are working with mentors in Washington, D.C. at the PBS NewsHour. So talking to reporters, talking to editors and producers. And we produce pieces for um 
for the news hour uh, for the students. And and we're right now they're working on a project um, and they're recording stuff before school and they're going to do more after school. And we were just sitting down with the producers from Detroit Public Television uh, and the producers from from PBS in Washington and the, the kids, their assignment and they're out there and they're doing this and they're like, how do I get better audio? And they're like, put the earbuds in it, the earbuds with the microphone. Like, just like, I don't know if that's that's not the mic you're using, but you got your earbuds in. Um, you know, that's that's an important tool to have. And then, you know, from there, you know, it's uh, there's a there's a there's an app that would weight a ship down uh, that I wouldn't totally recommend. Uh, but it is free and there are other free ways of getting your message out there. Um, right. So uh, but yeah, Anchor. Right. So, I mean, Anchor's free, but there, there's issues with that, like about who owns it and uh, access to your you know, access to your files and things, uh, it's questionable. So I, uh, if, if you're just, if you want to give it a try, you know, it's free. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, but I, I, I wouldn't, if I was in it for the long haul, um, you know, pay for it, but if you want to try it out, it's a great way to try it out. And all you need is all you need is your phone. Um, you know, about 50 bucks to a hundred bucks, you can get a USB microphone to work with a computer. Um, right. And then you get, you know, like SoundCloud has like free space. You know, you can only have so much space up, uh, you know, episodes up there till it's full. Uh, but there's ways of starting for, for free uh, or very minimal cost. All right, cool. I'm, I'm so glad you brought that up, the hosting part of it. Let's say if somebody who's like somewhat average serious, you know, you got the beginner level. I'm excited. I'm excited. And two episodes in, I'm like, um, I lost my motivation. And then someone who's like 20 episodes in, like, I'm still excited. I want to get this done and all that stuff. It's amazing. And I love it. So what kind of recommendation would you give if they are looking for a podcast host for their podcast audio file? What would you look for? And what can you recommend? Like, hey, you need to have this, 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 this criteria. And that's a good host. What would that um, mean for you? Yeah, it's uh, just price. And the prices are all kind of similar. Uh, sure. They're not. There's not a big disparity uh, in 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 the prices. Uh, just find the kind of we use Blueberry, um, okay. uh, but uh, no, I can't think of the the other big one. I was trying oh, shoot. to. I, can't think of it. I know uh, Blueberry. <laughs> yeah, it went away. It popped out of my head. Um, because there was uh, there was a really good there was a like an odd the the podcast uh, week was going on. There's a bunch of free conferences going on, sure. and one of the VPs of shoot Acorn no no uh, that place was on, and I was like, oh my god, he's a really cool guy. I could work with him. Um, yeah, he was a really cool cat. I forget what his name was. Crapola. Um, so yeah, but. Uh, you like in, ter in terms of like feature wise, like hey, if I want to have a podcast, I need to have X, Y, and feature. Sorry, Lisbon. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was upset. I was like, I couldn't think of it. All right. So Blueberry, Lisbon, those are two two really good ones okay. uh, to, to work with. All right. Sorry. What was your question, Mark? The, the, the question was like, what are the features that a beginner podcaster, like if they don't know, or somebody who's an average podcaster, like you need to have these, no matter which host to pick. doesn't matter. Um, I don't know. I think they all kind of have. Everything really, everything you know. I don't, um, you know, you uh, just how much it's how much space you, you're gonna you're paying for, right? Um, uh, uh, you know, is there a is there a long term commitment? Um, if you're gonna use like a podcast studio, if you're gonna rent out like space right. somewhere, um, you know, so your host is where your file lives, uh, but if you wanted to come to Podcast Detroit and record, hey, I want to try. 
Uh, we're not like a gym membership where you go, oh, you're signed up for a year or six months. There, there's a, there's so many podcast studios popping up everywhere. Uh, and there's a few of the other ones here in Metro Detroit where they're like, yeah, you got to sign up for six months. Or you got to sign up for a year and you're, you're tied into this contract with them. And we don't do that. So, uh, do whatever you're comfortable with. Uh, I would suggest, you know, and, and find somebody, find somebody you, you look, try calling, uh, getting a hold of somebody in customer service. Um, most of them have like a trial, uh, you know, trial period. Um, you know, it, there might blueberry. Be, there might and, be an open house for that day for, for that studio. Oh, for well. the end. Yeah. To yeah. go uh, like yeah. blueberry, try to get a hold of customer service. And if you can't get a hold of customer service, then, you know, you, you, you probably don't want to use them. Right. Uh, would be my suggestion. <laughs> But you uh, would, I don't know what features, I guess it's just space. It's really how much space. Uh, and, you know, do you like the look of their player? It's it really at that point, it's just a, yeah. you know, aesthetic stuff. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, to be quite honest with you, this is the first time I'm actually hearing this idea of renting a podcast studio space. I never heard of that before. So for me, this is like intriguing and exciting stuff. Like what? You can rent a space for that? I didn't know that. Yeah. So that's what we do here at Podcast Detroit. Like I said, we have 12 shows that are, are renting space from us. They come in and rent time uh, from us. Yeah. Uh, that's the cool thing about blueberries because you can set up different feeds. On SoundCloud, you can't set up an individual RSS feed for individual shows. You can make playlists, but they don't have an individual RSS yet. Uh, but blueberry is cool because you can have one account. You get a big account. And you can set up individual RSS feeds to the different playlists, so everybody has their own and it's branded as their own, and it looks like their own. And it, it is their own, yeah, as well. It is their own, right? Right. Cool. Yeah. All right, that's cool because I, like I said, this is like a brand new concept to me. I'm like, I'm so excited we're having this conversation because I never even thought about it from that point of view. I'm thinking like, hey, you need to be at home and then you know, so and then record it on your own, whatever our software you're using. But I didn't know you could actually go rent a studio to record your podcast yeah and the quality the quality is going to be a thousand percent obviously better because there are going to be the noises the background noise or outside noise is going to be a lot more minimized and all right so, yeah well that's the thing it's like cause you could have really cool equipment at home uh, right. but if you start doing interviews if, if you're if you're, you're a one-man show right or all your interviews are via skype or zoom uh or Streamyard, uh then you know it's not a big deal but if you have like in-person guests like yeah you know come on into my house and it's oh you know mom make me some meatloaf <laughs> you know it's like you know it's it's you know do you want people in your house right it's, it's weird you know yeah that's what i'm saying it's like so intriguing and exciting because like you just said distraction will be one of them like hey mom we make me a, a meatloaf or somebody out there cutting a mowing long or something and yeah. you hear that in your feed and everything it was like it's not really a good professional look and feel to it. i totally get it man so right. first of all thank you so much for sharing that idea i didn't even know i'm people who are gonna listen like yeah i want to go rent, rent that studio where you are because it looks yeah. pretty damn amazing all right cool so how do you guys go about creating a content for your show or do you how what do you recommend how do people go creating content for their show let's say they have an idea uh idea could be just do a case study here hey, i have a bakery i love cooking also i love making donuts whatever so how do i get a content for my podcast which is just the audio version uh, well, it's going to be different for everybody. It's be Never, very different. Yeah. For right. um, but I mean, you know, using the bakery thing, I mean, uh, for a business, it, people and people get hung up on the numbers. How many people are listening? You know, it doesn't matter how many people are listening. It's how many people are are 
are actively listening right. and how many people um, are taking action. How much you know follow through do you get from your listeners, right? right. And that's what makes a podcast sellable. Um, and it's establishing yourself as an authority in in the field. To get back to answering the question, which I don't often do, <laughs> <laughs> I meander and wander. But um, so it's it's to create. A, a, you know, some people do it just for fun, right? Like our man right. cave. We're not trying to establish ourselves as authorities in the in the cigar and bourbon world. We're we're trying to just have some fun and share some information. Um, so it's uh, but it it's it, if you have a business, you can create yourself uh, some some cachet and some right. some some authority in your field. And somebody goes to your website, like you're at the bakery. Uh, and you have these cool instructional videos, either they're how-tos or your latest product or, or you know, recalls or trends or news in the, from the baking world. It can go in so many different directions of what you want to put out there. And again, that's where you need your idea. That's where that idea comes into play. You have to, you have to focus down that idea for yourself. Uh, but if somebody comes to your website, whatever your business is, and sees that you have a podcast, right. and they're like, they might not even listen to it. They might just see, um, you know, trends in 2000 with cupcakes. And then they're like, oh, this person knows about their baking. They're not even, they don't even listen to the podcast. So they just saw the title of the podcast and that you are a podcaster on your website. And that made you an authority and that made you just a little bit more reputable. They're actually some podcasts I've heard, you might be lucky that they didn't listen. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, you know, it, 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 you know so it, it, but it, it, it sets that stage as, as an authority. Um, yeah. So, uh, so we, what the, the, the content it, again, that's back to your idea and, and, and what, what, what do you want it to be? Right. And that's, uh, that's kind of a conversation, uh, that we have with people launching shows with us. I'm like, well, you know, Hey, tell me about your childhood. What, yeah. uh, you know, what do you want to be when you grow up? Why, you know, uh, or like one of the guys that was on the radio with us on the weekends, Rick Bloom, the money guy, he was like, goals is all about goals and objectives. What is your goal for this podcast? have fun or yeah. raise sales or get new clients, then, you know, focus towards that. All right. Yeah, definitely a good advice. I like that goal idea because just like anything else, you know, if you want to be successful, you got to have a goal because you don't have a goal. You're just shooting in the dark and hoping to hit the target. And sometimes mm -hmm. it doesn't work out. As we all know, it doesn't, you don't hit the target like nine out of times. You will not, if you don't have a goal. So totally agree with that. So, as moving forward so tell me i'm really curious about your man cave podcast because it seems like a really cool idea because you talk about everything and then, and then you know i'm assuming there might be some uh beverage let's just say involved drinking while you're talking about it or it doesn't work that way no no, no idea what you're talking about I got no <laughs> idea what you're talking about absolutely <laughs> It's uh, yeah, man cave happy hour, whiskey, cigar, spirits, and the stories that go along with it. Uh, like I said, our concept changed. Originally, we were going to be in a cigar bar for every show, pairing okay. cigars and bourbons, uh, and that lasted one show. Uh, <laughs> the first show was amazing. It was everything it was so I much fun. ever wanted the show to be. We had, we did it. We had a live audience. We had like twenty five people. Uh, we were playing games. We played Battleship with people there. Uh, you know, it, it was it was great. But then we thought, like, you know, to do that every time and, and, and coordinating that with bars, uh, it originally started out uh, to be just once a month. Our plan was to do it just once a month. Okay. Uh, it's time to plan and do that. But um, we, we wanted to, we were having so much fun doing it. We wanted to do it more often. So mm -hmm. uh, we've got into, we've had on that show, we've talked to uh, notable bartenders from around the country. 
Uh, we had the junior master distiller, Chris Fletcher from uh, Jack, Jack Daniels Daniel. Distillery on with us over the phone. Um, the, 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 the Neil Girardo, Giraldo. Yes. See, I did it he again. Did it I again. screwed <laughs> up his name. Uh, he's got that three quart bourbon at Pat Benatar's husband. You know, he produced okay. like or in Jesse's girl and, and just, Oh, just a mess. Uh, it, everything, in the, everything in the eighties, everything Pat Benatar and everything in the eighties he produced. Uh, he's a killer guitar player and he has three chord bourbon. Uh, we've had him on, um, and, uh, the Joe Lewis bourbon folks. We've had Joe Lewis, uh, junior, uh, on with us, uh, just talking and sipping. And then we've had uh, musicians. Uh, there's a nineties band called sponge, uh, and the singer Vinny, uh, he's in the area. So he's come on, um, so the show is, the show's taking a turn and if Matt and I don't have someplace to go or something to do, we'll just pop ourselves down either at home with a new bottle that we bought that we've never tried, or we'll go into a bar and just kind of throw a dart at the menu and pick one that we've never had and, uh, just kind of do just the taste and, and just kind of break it down and look up about it and right. talk about it ourselves. So, yeah, so that's the man cave. It's, uh, it's, it's just kind of fun, you know, and it's, it's learning, it's, it's. <laughs> learning and meeting people and sharing stories and sharing a, a dram with people and it's just a crap ton of fun <laughs> it definitely sounds like the, the whole idea of you just go to somewhere and throw a dot and pick up you know beverage you can call it alcohol whatever and you just talk about the thing it's pretty cool man i love the idea it's like it's, for me it sounds like a, one of those you know a boys club let's just get together have fun drink you know laugh smoke whatever it seems like a really cool idea something that i think a lot of people will yeah go ahead tell me no it's a podcast for everyone though. Yeah. so it's uh we have uh, uh beth underwood she's an author uh right. we've met her on a bunch of times she's written a couple of books uh called just talk bourbon to me uh so she's down we're in detroit so we're not on the right. you know we're not on the kentucky bourbon trail so we need to get our news from the kentucky bourbon trail so we check in with beth underwood you know and so so the bourbon in the man cave that's for the ladies too. So, ladies, you are most welcome to the man cave. What's <laughs> <laughs> really neat about that is that you know when when we're creating these partnerships with folks that are on the bourbon trail and what have you, and have books out there, they're introducing us to some other folks as well. And right. uh, yeah, Beth introduced us to the Kentucky Bourbon Boys, which is like super uber on the Kentucky Bourbon Trail. Yeah. So right. you actually call them and you plan out the distilleries that you want to visit. So that's that's that learning part from the man cave is that we're not just talking and drinking. We're actually trying to help folks to understand if they're interested and want to do a Kentucky Bourbon Trail yeah. experience, where to go to. You know, so it's just it's so much fun. And, and I'll tell you what, not every single bourbon tastes good. No, nope. just gonna nope. I'm just gonna throw that out there. <laughs> and not everything the man cave. All right, we're done with you again, man. All right. <laughs> <laughs> We'll figure that out. I'll just sit. But uh, yeah, but we'll do uh, we'll do other spirits as well. We have good friends. Uh, Zim's vodka uh, is another one of uh, one of the sh one of the spirits that we we do from time to time. We know those cats, and uh, it's a, it's an amazing vodka. And so we're not we're just tied into the whiskeys and bourbon. So we expand ourselves on the man cave to everything. So everybody's welcome. All kinds of spirits, wine, uh, gin, gin, everything. Gin. Oh, castle gin, tequila. Bring it. Cigar, yeah, All right, cool, man. This seems like a party right there. You know, it's like a Friday night and let's have a party. So what I want to know is like, like, how do you go and extract information out of the person who you interviewing that you like, hey, this is going to be a good conversation. Uh, obviously, everybody wants that, right? But how do you go about like, there might be at some point in the conversation, but it gets dull. So how do you go like, I want to get the really meat and potato out of this person. How do I do that? <laughs> 
Uh, you got to keep it a conversation. Matt always makes fun of me, and it, it's become a thing now um, on the Mad Cave. It's kind of a little inside joke, but as we start talking to people, I just I go and I said it to you earlier. I said, "Tell me about your childhood." Um, and it's funny because it's, it's kind of a joke. It's something silly and stupid I say, but right. I just want to say, you know, because a lot of times people are coming on to promote a product, right. um, or you know, like on the Animal Talk show, you know, it's it's we get these people on um you know and they're always either they're selling a book or selling a movie uh or a new new product um and and i don't want to just dive in and talk about the new you know dog back scratcher that you're trying to sell you know we'll right. get to that but you know I, you know tell me about you you know and then it's being a good listener so the the art of interviewing is being a good listener you got to do some research definitely do some research ahead of time uh right. something i don't always do <laughs> Bad, Jamie. But uh, do your research. Have some questions, but don't be locked into those questions. And and be a good listener. Uh, and like I said, I've been doing this. You know, Animal Talk. It was like the early '90s when I, Animal I joined Animal Talk. So I've been interviewing people on the radio uh, and with a show interviewing people uh, on the radio. You know, for you know 25 plus years. So I, I'm kind of in the groove with it. But it, people are just getting rolling with it. Uh, and I, I, what I, and when I'm teaching my journalism classes at school, right, and they're writing for the paper, or they're shooting videos for PBS, um, you got to be a good listener because that next question on your page, if you're looking at that and not listening to them, you could miss an opening to, to take the conversation where it really needs to go uh, or it needs to go back to. So make a note and come back to that. Uh, but uh, yeah, so it's it's and you know if you get somebody like me who's just a total spaz and a scatterbrain, uh, just trying to wrangle me in. You ask me one question, I answer three others, uh, and I never answer your original question. So you're like, oh, that's fantastic. But if you could answer the question that I asked you, you did that, Mark. You were good because you you asked me about what equipment is necessary, and I went off talking about how we built the studio, um, and I never really got got through the whole story because Matt freaking cut me off. I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> Mark, you brought me back. You were listening, uh, and and then you brought me back to that original question. So don't be afraid to do that. And as a, as even if you have a celebrity, um, you're like, damn, how'd you get all these celebrities, Jamie? Why do you guys do that? Um, ask. Just ask. So I'm going to ask you right now, how do you get all these celebrities? <laughs> no, you just have to ask them. Just be bold. Generally, when someone has something to sell, if they have okay. a movie, if they have a new series uh, coming out, uh, you know who did we? Coyote Peterson, right? Coyote Peterson. He, yeah. We just had him on. You know, Coyote Peterson. He's like uh, crazy. Gets bit by bugs and stuff. He's uh, anyway. Uh, he's got like four million, ten million followers on YouTube. He's it's insane. Uh, we just had him on. Why? Because he's got uh, a new. He had a new book coming out. Right. Uh, and so usually, if someone has a new product or a book or a movie, uh, they're usually doing promotion for it. And it's usually easier to get your foot in the door. Um, be professional uh, and when you're asking for those interviews. Uh, and then, you know, follow up, be professional. <laughs> oh, man, we poked the pooch on uh, uh, one. We just had uh, Jackson Galaxy or Galaxy Jackson. Yeah, Galaxy Jackson. Uh, cat guy from, uh, uh, yeah, it's, uh, this cat don't bark or whatever his show is. And, and we met. <laughs> <laughs> and and we made a joke about because it was like right when the Tiger King was was like big, it was like right. when we had him on, and so we we made like an offhanded Tiger King joke about him, and he did not think it was funny at all. He's like, he was, and then his PR person actually emailed me the next day, and it was like, wow, you know, that was a little rude, and I'm like, well, you know, you know, we're just a little funny. 
you apparently you don't understand Detroit humor because that I don't care who you are. That's funny. <laughs> apparently uh, you yeah. didn't you didn't do your homework. Listen to my show. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, uh, but yeah, you got to be respectful uh, with with uh, with the folks. Uh, right. Yeah. It, so. it goes a long way, and you know, it fits in a audio format. Yeah. You mm -hmm. know, you can't read body language when you're trying to interview somebody. You yeah. know, it's tough to do in the video format. No, it makes it a lot different. You might get a three or four second delay as far as their uh, reaction, but it's all good. Uh, but still, you, know, you just got to be professional. Mm -hmm. okay, man, I, I thought too, well, as far as the podcasting goes, I used to, like when I first started, uh, I interviewed somebody. But at the time, I didn't have a camera set up and everything else. So that person was just like going by my voice. But it definitely helps if you have the visual aspect. Because if you can literally tell if somebody's like, don't do it. And you just drive the conversation or someone else. But I've yeah, been yeah. on other podcast interviews where like, it's just audio. I'm like, I don't know what I'm supposed to be saying or how the person mm -hmm. is reacting. I'm just assuming that this is going to happen. Yeah. So anybody who is doing a podcasting or becoming a future podcaster, definitely do the video part of it because that will help you go drive the conversation in the direction that you want because and if it's not going you will see it right away yeah. <laughs> yeah definitely so definitely do the video part of it so what i want to ask next for you guys is like what kind of things that you guys do after you have recorded your uh, podcast and then far as post-production goes how much time do you spend on that oh or well, if any when you crack the mic and you're as brilliant as we are uh there's no need to edit after the fact so. uh i'm, I'm such an no uh but actually um we don't. We don't do a, a lot of in uh, the shows that record at Podcast Detroit. Um, you know, the, the we run we run it through a light editing, just a, a sound balancing to add some presence to it. So just a light editing. You know, cut the the beginning and the end off. I, I've I've taken a little more care not to swear um, in 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 the podcast because I'm a high school teacher and I, I want to be able to share the the, the the new history one that I'm doing uh, with people that I work with and if kids hear it. Because like, teaching high school, in my oh, and Miss Flanagan, you, you do podcast stuff. Tell us about your podcast. I go, uh, when you've graduated, <laughs> I'll tell you all about the man cave. Uh, while you're in school, I can't tell you how many different bourbons we drank yesterday. I just, uh, you know, like, oh, is it secret? I go, no, I go, it's, a, it's about drinking. I go, but we can't, you know, it's like, oh, I can't, I can't really share that in school. But uh, the one, the history one, uh, the Detroit City of Champions, I, I, I if, if a swear gets in, I cut out any swears. Um, uh, you don't have to not use too many negatives in a sense. You can swear in a podcast. It, it's whatever your right. podcast, whatever you want it to be. Uh, but yeah, we, we caution people that if you're trying to sell it or if you're trying to sell it or, and if you do get some decent numbers and you know, maybe you go popcorn or you know, mid-roll, if you get those kind of mid-roll numbers that you can sell, uh, the vulgarities won't help you. So you got to be cautious uh, about that. So I'll I'll edit lightly, or if there is like some train wreck or some technical glitch, I'll go in and edit out. But to go, I say um a lot. I I, I got to get better at it. Okay. But um, <laughs> deliberately. But I I I don't go in and edit all that out. Uh, some people do. Some people go in and are meticulous and they edit out every breath and every um and 
And it, it, sometimes it can sound unnatural uh, when you do that. So you got to find a, a happy medium b- between the two. And like I mentioned, you said, uh, when do I sleep? I, if I try to edit these podcasts, forget about it. I would, I would never sleep. It just wouldn't. Even with having a, a partner mm-hmm. like Matt uh, and a, an amazing, helpful partner like Matt, uh, I just never. I just yeah. I would. I would never get through it and would not ever sleep. So yeah. So. Oh, thanks, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm so glad to say that but the um part of it because i know some of the podcasts that i have listened to in the past i will hear the conversation going great all of a sudden click i mean you can you can hear the click and then it just goes to a completely different one so i feel like if you just leave everything raw it's become so natural and that's where the juice the meat and potatoes are and then you know that's where people like to listen to it like for example if you go on a on a friday night out with your friends you are not cautious about what you're gonna say you're just gonna be like whatever right and if you can listen to a podcast like this one and then we're just going raw at it and that's it there's no filter no scripting no umming no warming or whatever <laughs> and that's what people ask you relate to if you think about it what do you think well, sure. You, you need, the more the more natural, the better. It, it, it really is. You just uh, yeah. So just be natural. For example, I sat down when you guys had already started. I had no idea that this interview was taking <laughs> I place. I didn't mention it. He didn't mention. It. I sit down and I, I put on the headphones and next thing you know, I, I'm talking to Mr. Mark Kumar, who I've never met before. It's a pleasure to meet you. No, that, that's natural. <laughs> yeah, it's all natural, and, and that's the beauty part, beautiful part about it, man. You know, it's a pleasure to meet you virtually as well. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's enough, Matt. Again, all right. <laughs> this is all about Jamie. <laughs> Always has been. <laughs> uh, you are the wedding crasher, man. That's who you are. <laughs> so, no, I, what I would tell people to do, though, is to listen to your podcast and listen to it critically. Right. And then if you say, I had this guy at, uh, at Michigan State, I took a class, a photography class, and he was the instructor. Um, he would say, and stuff at the end of every sentence mm. and stuff every sentence and stuff i to the point where it was distracting and i was like ticking it and, and marking it down i wasn't i got nothing out of the class because i was just it was like a five-day workshop over the summer and stuff and they just i they said it over and over and so i just i was just checking how many times he said and stuff so listen but listen to yourself and if you have a, a, a vocal tick like that if you say um a lot or if you say and so or if, if there's some, something you say okay. that stands out to you so you know okay Right. You know, so you listen to yourself. Listen, not not to be an ego monster, because I listen to my podcast, you know, all the time because I'm an ego monster. But listen to yourself critically to grow and, and listen and then just be conscious of it. Put it on a sticky note and put it by you and say, say, I'm um, again and I'm taking off a toe. Right. You know, <laughs> you threaten yourself something, uh, you know, but just so listen to yourself critically and, and find those ticks and practice it's it, it just practice 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 and be better right. tomorrow than you were today all right yeah definitely a good a good advice and have you ever had the people who you coach to become a podcaster who come into your show the very first time they get behind the mic they start talking and then they listen to themselves and do they has this ever happened to you like what the hell i don't sound like that <laughs> Yeah, there's uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> name name Luke was like, does that sound really sound like that? Yeah, <laughs> hey, yeah, yeah Luke. Was great. Uh, but he's great, and he's he, you know, 
uh he's still going he still enjoys it, it, it yeah so it's uh but people people aren't used to it i'm i'm you know 30 years into broadcast i'm right. i'm used to hearing my own voice okay. <laughs> yeah that's that's what i was like when the first time i heard my run like oh my god i sound so horrible <laughs> literally i was like i can't i can't believe i sound like that you know like you said people are used to listen to your phone i mean your own voice but when you talk on the phone you talk to somebody else listen to somebody else's voice but not your own and then thank god to this podcasting world i love my voice now <laughs> Hey, there you go. <laughs> you know, so that's pretty cool, man. So tell me, where can people find you if they want to get in touch with you? Uh, well, DJ Jamie Detroit uh, on all the socials. Uh, there's a website with that name as well. AnimalTalkRadio.com, ManCaveHappyHour.com, DetroitCityOfChampions.com, mm-hmm. uh, PodcastDetroit.com. <laughs> so yeah, Podcast Detroit. Uh, but the DJ Jamie Detroit uh, is a, a good one-stop shop because there's links to all of that on there. DJ Jamie Detroit uh, on all the socials and the website.com. All right, cool. And I will definitely put that in the show notes the way you guys will make it easy for you to go click on those links and check them out. And then before we leave, I want to play this little game with you called the past and the future part of it. If you're ready for it, let's... I'm ready. All right, it's going to be really cool. So so let's assume for a second you are right now 35 years old and the 25-year-old version of you asks you for advice to how to move ahead in life fast. Mm. What advice would you give, given the fact, everything that you know right now? Oh. That's a really good question for me. <laughs> See, but, uh, you know, what would you what would you change? Would I, would I have avoided the practice wife? Would I have, uh, you know? Wait, what? <laughs> uh, you opened it up, Mark. You really so, did. Yeah. <laughs> There's a subject first wife. I say my practice wife. Uh, you know, but you know, you learn from everything. I don't. I would. I wouldn't change anything. Uh, to be smarter with money. Be smarter with money. Pay yourself first. Um, you know. Yeah. Be be a little more patient. I I need to be more patient. I'm a I'm an impulse. I'm an impulse guy. So I I would warn myself. Hey, control your impulses. Uh, be smarter with your money. You know, because I I don't know how much money I've wasted in, in interest and credit card that you know it's, and it's uh, toys and, and, yeah 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 <laughs> so it's 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 uh be smarter with your money uh be patient be smarter with your money would be my my advice okay fair enough everybody has a different answer so smart with money definitely is definitely helps out a lot of people like i know so a lot of people like yeah i'll spend money on the crap that i don't really need like literally i would just go to a store i'll pick up stuff i'm like ah, i don't really need it because i'm bored why the hell not <laughs> And the uh, second part will be moving in the future. So let's assume now you are 37. And before you turn 40, everything that you know right now, how will you get, when you get to your 40, how successful will you be? I don't know. <laughs> Matt's looking at me like, I'm waiting to use this. I'm, I'm loving these questions. I defer, right I defer this one to Matthew. Uh, I'm still waiting. I'm so, I'm so yeah, he, he, can, he can ask it both version too. First you go. Just a memory still. I don't know what to... I'm so. still in my 40s. So yeah. I'm, I'm still uh, learning. Um, so, uh, yeah, I don't know. Where do I want to be? I, I don't quite understand the question though. The, the question is everything that you know right now. Yeah. Whatever your goals are by the time you turn... You're 39, 37 right now in this hypothetical world. Okay. And then by the time you turn 40, everything that you know right now, will anything stop you from getting there? 
Oh. Yeah, my wife. She won't let me retire. I wanna <laughs> I wanna retire in the next three years. And she's like, You gotta work six more. And I'm like, You're crazy. <laughs> I go, I got I know I work. I just not this job. I wanna switch. She's like, You can't. And I'm like, I know, but I still want to. And I'm turning into Mitch McConnell. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably the I could say, and really I could say anything I want about my wife on the podcast because I know she will never ever ever listen <laughs> ever I'm on, I'm on I'm on the the pop station here 96.3 WDVD and and you know it's like movie we'll drive is a place or we're at the grocery store it's like oh I heard Jamie uh yesterday on the on the radio and she goes Colleen wasn't that funny she goes <laughs> I don't listen to him. <laughs> I'm not gonna listen to that all day when he's home. I'm not gonna listen to him on the radio or God forbid download the thing and get his podcast. No. I, I get I got the live version. <laughs> yeah. So I can say whatever I want about it. But no, yeah. Oh. So uh it's uh yeah, I'd love to be retired in, in a couple of years, but I probably I probably won't be. All right, go back to that saving money and paying yourself first. Yeah. You know? Cool. So can I ask the same question to Matthew real quick? Yeah, hell yeah. yeah. I was turning oh. around. Let's put him on the spot. All right. All right. So now the question for you is, let's say you are 65 years old oh and your 28-year-old version asks you for advice to move ahead in life faster. What would that be? Wow. Okay. So 65 when I... and talking to my 28 year old self yeah. already being uh, married with two stepkids and one my own kid at that point in time i would say spend time with your children pay attention to your children okay. you know because they grow up so incredibly fast and then you miss them when they're gone honestly and that, that's me talking to my 20 year because my, my daughters are 25, 21, and now 19, and graduated from college, in college, and getting back into college all at the same time. Yeah, money's tight, but I didn't, I don't think I spent enough time with them because I was too focused on my career. And now that they're older, they understand why I was so focused, but I still wish I had spent more time with them. Very good advice. Definitely, you know, there's one thing that you, what I feel is the most valuable currency in the whole wide world. And once you spend it, you never get it back. And that is time. Mm -hmm. So definitely spend it where it's worth, you know, doing that. So great advice. Thank and you. Now, now, one more question. Going uh, to the future. <laughs> back to, back to him? <laughs> no, to you, to you. He already answered right, it. Right, so, right. so for you, so everything that you know right now, whatever age that you are right now, and five years from now, where would you like to be and how fast can you get there? You know, the lottery comes to mind. I'm just going <laughs> to throw that out there. Um, you know, the next five years, there, there's a lot of changes that just happened over the past three months in my personal life. So sure. I actually have an opportunity to make some definite um, life changes with one, my career, and two, uh, where I live potentially. So okay. in the next five years, I would hope that I'm stable. And I'm able to get there a lot quicker than the next five years. I want to be stable within the next year and a half to two, uh, whether it be in my job or with what I'm doing on the daily right now. Okay. All right. Plastics. Cool. Plastics. Gold. Silver. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Yeah, that's 
great answers guys thank you so much once again for being here we here at simple podcast cloud love this valuable information right especially the jokes that you guys going on and the man cave oh yeah <laughs> baby <laughs> cool man and last but not least but what i want to do is i'm going to give you the floor to add say whatever you want to say any links promotion whatever you want to do the floor is all yours have it away yeah, no, just uh, I just give us a listen. Um, you know, go just uh, the Detroit City of Champions, uh, and then Man Cave Happy yeah. Hour. I uh, appreciate it, people. Just give it a listen. Uh, just uh, if you like it, subscribe. But, uh, and you know, subscribing's free. <laughs> First one's free. They're all free, as a matter of fact. But, uh, yeah, no. So uh, yeah, just give it a listen. I appreciate it. And uh, I, uh, Mark, I, I appreciate your time and, and, and finding us on the, the interwebs there and, and uh, sharing some time. I, I appreciate that. Cool, man. All right, man. Thanks a lot for being here. Thanks, Mark. <laughs>